It all comes back to sacrifice. Early to bed, early to rise. Isn't it something? Um, we don't do that over here, Kay. Man, what was I gonna say? Hit the snooze button. 100%. <laughs> I saw this thing on TikTok. <laughs> it's a lot of talking, man. Um, did you receive any uh, any hate speech from our last episode? <laughs> no, I didn't really hear Pete. No, I, that's good. Yeah, it's, sometimes we, I don't think we were stressing that much about it, but it was on our minds, you know, something a little bit, you know, taboo that we don't always talk about yeah. and share so much. I think that there's probably some people out there that will have criticism or, you know, maybe not so good opinions on it. But, but I think that it's based off of a lack of true understanding. You yeah. know, I, I think it's based off of, not having experience with it and no real knowledge of it, but just off of things you've heard about it over decades. Yeah. And to me, that's just not really valid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's right. like, it's just, it, it's, it's hard to have that validity when there's a lack of experience or like real understanding. Right. Know? And they can have that opinion, but we just, you just don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like it, it stops there. Yeah. That's your opinion. And then it stops there. That's sure. good. Yeah. I didn't receive anything either. It's funny. It kind of just like, proves the point that nobody really gives a rat's ass what you do. Yeah. Sometimes I think a lot of people will like fear judgment of others. Like, oh, if I start this business or if I post this on Instagram or if I do the podcast or whatever, think like, oh, people are going to think this or say that. And then you do it and not a peep. Yeah. People are just like, fucking yeah, right? Like, that's it. Stops there. Yeah. I got my own shit to worry about. But it's like people know who we are too. Like we're not like, you know, like we're not like, shitheads that just lay around all day and do drugs and like don't accomplish Speak anything so <laughs> <laughs> people just get a glimpse in the van and just yeah. like laying there all day doing drugs yeah. uh, but you know so it's like i think that's what makes it a little bit easier to talk about it is because it's like hey you know i kind of have my shit together in the other areas right you know? like i'm trying to, to to do okay in other areas and I feel like it's getting a lot less like politicized. Like it's like we can talk about it now. Like there's a lot of big podcasts that talk pretty openly about this. Like with doctors doing therapy with it. Like it's becoming a little bit more mainstream. Um, it's like, it's one of the more interesting things to hear too. You know, like if you hear like Aubrey Marcus talk about his ayahuasca experience or Andrew Santino talk about his mushroom. You know, it's yeah. it's just interesting and all types of people successful people you know experiment with these things and it's interesting man these stories they're like you said they're a little bit taboo it's not just everyday conversation and stories are just fun it's something that like i i I would love one day to just to be really good at storytelling you know i think rogan's described it before um where it's almost like um like a hypnosis like if you go to like a stand-up comedian um you go there and you're almost entering their mind for a moment, like for an hour, you're along for the journey in their mind. Like these, this is their thought process. It's what they think is funny. And so if you really just like kind of listen, you, you get taken on a journey and it's this fun story. You know, I love how you can get a completely different perspective on something from just a a comedian at, Mm -hmm. at a comedy show, you know, like they'll, like, like some of them make you like, aha, or some of them it's like super interesting. Yeah. Like and deep. those, those kinds of comedians are really fun. Hey, like yeah. where it's like, they really make you think about big ideas, but even things that people are scared to talk about, or like they're really offensive. If they're really skilled, they can even make the offended laugh. Yeah. Like if you can make like the majority laugh at something like, like really serious, you know? Yeah. It's like shit, man. Who's a really good storyteller? Like, is there somebody that comes to mind when you think of? It, it depends on the story. Like, 
my mind went to Aubrey Marcus as far as like a like if he's talking about psychedelics, I, I find um, his storytelling is really good as far as getting some insights from it. Like he'll share good lessons, but it might not be that funny. It's it's not like this really like hilarious story. Um, it's more like yeah, insightful. But he really takes you for the journey. He can describe things really well. But then I, I just my mind went to Duncan Trussell. He shared a psychedelic story that like killed me laughing. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's good when they can really put you, make you feel like you're there. You know. Yeah. Take you on a ride. Yeah. See, I don't know. I, I my mind went to Aubrey Marcus. Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. I know. Yeah, because he tells the same story oh, yeah. over fucking so, podcast. So Do you remember when he? Yeah, he first did that podcast. I remember you and I were like, "Man, that was so Tim, dope." Tim Ferriss, maybe, or maybe. was it Rogan? Or maybe. And then we saw him on another one. We're all pumped. We're like, "Yeah, sweet." Jamie Fox is on this one too. Like, we love the other one. Check it out. Same stories. And the same stories, like said in the exact same way. It was almost like scripted, and it's like, "Geez, man." I feel like, uh, yeah, a lot of people probably do that when they go on like a Jimmy Kimmel or like these big shows. Yeah. They probably have like their bits and their stories that they're already already gonna relay but when you're doing like podcast back to back like you're doing like a podcast tour yeah. which some people do they'll just hit them all yeah fucking you know it's like we all it's like if they're a fan of you they're gonna follow you yeah. to each one of those and realize like yeah. hey man you know it's always tough when somebody's on let's say rogan and you listen to it it's like oh that was awesome and then you see him on lewis house and then you see him on you know ed my or lex friedman and you're just like oh, i don't even know if i want to listen to it now Kind of, yeah. So you have to quickly get out of there so it doesn't like ruin your your like uh, appreciation for that person. Yeah, it's like if you like an yeah. old classic movie and then they remake it and it sucks, just yeah. quickly end it so that you still have the awesome memory of yeah, it. For sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny. I was gonna I was gonna ask something, but it's like I just didn't want to kill kill the mood. I got a couple things. I yeah. was like, I'm just gonna let this pause happen and let's see if he's got something to say. <laughs> well, I'll say. Um, <laughs> Rogan got COVID. I see that. Yeah. What were your first thoughts when you saw that? Did you have any? Um, you just didn't give a shit. I didn't really give a shit to be yeah. honest. Right. Yeah. What did you think? No, I just well, like I, I just saw I saw the video and I guess I, I saw it from people that were like shitting on him a lot. Which video did he make? He he made like an Instagram story. I think it was. Oh, okay. So he did a story. Okay. Um, and he just said, yeah, he was like feeling really like sick, a lot of bad symptoms. Um, and then he's like, fuck, I, I bet I know what this is. So he, he slept. He said that first night was pretty rough, like very much flu symptoms, you know? Um, and then the next day he got tested, got COVID. So then he just said in the video, like I threw everything, but like, uh, but the kitchen sink or whatever the term is at, at it, you know, and he's taking the ivermectin. I've seen it. that video after okay. he, he, had, he okay. talked about having it. Yeah. Yeah, so he just he just, he just kind of shared that, and then he said within three days he was feeling one hundred percent again. But he said he had one one rough night, and then yeah, just you know, it's like we were talking about how like nobody really cares what you talk about. Like drugs is getting a little bit more um, accepted, mm-hmm. but COVID is still one of those things that if you have like the wrong idea of what it is to like heal it, like they'll like just try to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And he took a tremendous amount of hate. From like doctors, people, politicians, people are like laughing at him, being like, "Oh, you, like you got COVID now!" Like he and he's been preaching anti-vax this whole time. So that's what the hate was coming from. Is it was from that, and then yeah, just the fact that he, you know, maybe wouldn't get, didn't get the vaccine and got COVID. Um, and yeah, people were just kind of laughing at him. But then it, it kind of proved his point. He's a fifty-year-old man who's healthy who got COVID and was good in three days, yeah. and he took another an, an, another option other than the vaccine, and it worked. 
And, and so like, you know, people were like trying to like really get on him. And I just saw this doctor posted today. He's like, why is everyone attacking Rogan so much? Like he's a 53 year old man. He's in three days. He's good. Sure. He had like a lot of supplements and a lot of help, but like, maybe it's worth looking into the things that he used. Cause maybe they work. Man, he, he's just so big. You can't avoid an insane amount of hate. Oh. But but what do, what do you mean he did something else other than the, the vaccine that worked? Like just all these other... Yeah, like ivermectin. Like, you, you know, did you listen to the podcast? Those two doctors, there's a... I've, I don't know if I finished them both, but I definitely listened to one or some of them. And I've heard of that ivermectin. But... Yeah, so it was a three hour long podcast on ivermectin. And so these two doctors, I forget their actual titles. They were, they were, they were much more educated than just a basic doctor, but they were um, treating people... Virologists maybe? Uh, it wasn't a virologist. It was an evolutionary biologist and he was a doctor as well. Okay. So he understood, they, they wanted him involved with the COVID because viruses evolve. So they wanted mm. him to be like kind of involved in it. Um, so he was treating patients like this whole time with uh, ivermectin and having like great success. Okay, I, I did hear bits of this. Yeah, even treating people that had negative effects from the vaccine with ivermectin and they had good effects. Again, I, I think the the knock on it is that people are taking it without like a doctor and they don't know the mm. they don't know the doses. So people yeah. are like get like taking too much or whatever. It's like anything. Like yeah. you know, if you don't know what you're taking, you might want to like get get a doctor to do it. Um, and then he just took a few other, like, I think he took vitamins, but there was a few other things that have been helping with COVID that he took. I just forget their names, but then, yeah, the doctor that posted, he's like, look, he's like, vaccines work. They do. They, they work great. But he's like, these also seem to work. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, we can't just shit on him because he used something else that worked and you don't like it that he used something else. Imagine, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Imagine being Rogan, an ungodly amount of money and then access to anybody in the world. If something's wrong with him, it's like he can contact. It, it's like he has access to Google, like personal Google, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, right. I need this. And he can have whatever he wants, whatever right. he wants, like opinions yeah. from, from anybody, recommendations. It's insane. It is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And somebody, I think, said like, um, oh, that's a rich man's cure. But then the guys on the podcast that were that knew very much about ivermectin just said it's actually incredibly cheap and very available. It's been around for a mm. long, like it's, it's super cheap. Maybe the other stuff that Rogan took is maybe different. I, I don't really know. Is maybe, it like an over the counter thing? Do you know? Or uh, you can, so you can get it from the vet, but I think that you'd have to really know the doses because those might be for animals. Like I think mm-hmm. it's like a horse dewormer, ivermectin. ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you get it from your doctor. I don't think you can just go to like a you know a shoppers and pick it up. I think he just did a lot of like holistic things too, like sauna and these vitamin drips and just, you know, different supplementation and just just pretty much everything he could. And that's what I was going to say too. The, the sad part, I think like with everyone, like kind of like making fun of him and just like trying to talk and shit and just being pretty like rude about it was that what was Rogan saying from day one, take care of your health. Like he wasn't being a shithead. He wasn't like, he was an anti-vaccine. He wasn't like a COVID denier. He just was like, make sure you're sleeping well, eat good exercise, like watch it, watch your, watch your weight, you know, from day one. And yet we have like maybe other politicians like eating burgers, trying to sell you on this thing and like pay you money. We'll yeah. pay your tuition. Here's a donut. Here's a fucking this. Yeah. That. Free burger. If you get the vaccine. Yeah. And they're like idolized. And yet this Rogan <clears throat> is getting shit on. Cause, and, and he just seems like a pretty good guy throughout the whole thing. 
just yeah, take your health, guys. He's so. really talking about the the lack of promoting just right. you know keep staying on top of your health. But but it's the thing is, it's like Rogan people like him are really the ones that people really respect and like the other people just have all the publicity because of the you know right. puppet positions they're in but i think most people it's gonna say i think most people can see through it but i guess there's a lot of people man it's a, a lot. lot of cattle out there that just follow the lead hey. do you know what? and it's and it's like on it's like on both sides i just feel like it's half and half right now yeah there's a large number of of everyone on both extreme sides and then right in the middle where we're kind of like hey guys get along yeah you know it's okay to do both you know and it's so it's so dumb and i think you brought this up on another episode but how there's people just chomping at the bit rogan didn't get the vaccine and now he got covid and they're like yes right yeah and yeah. there's other cheering people. for other people's illness yeah and then there's what, what's the inverse side of that then i guess people that that get the vaccine and they get bad oh, side yes. effects like yes yeah it's like, it's like what man, are we doing here guys you can't root for people and like this i thought about this too Imagine if Rogan shamed people for going to the hospital for heart disease because they were obese. Ha! <laughs> oh. Ate too many donuts, dumb dumb. Like that's what it is. That's dude. what people are doing to him. And like, yeah. there's like, it just yeah. And I, I heard even doctors were like denying people that didn't get the vaccine but got sick and came to the hospital. You signed up to be a doctor to help people. You think a soldier who signs up to be a soldier just gets to be like, nah, I'm not doing this war. I'm gonna sit back on this one. Yeah. Get the fuck in line and go, or just don't work here anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's crazy. It is, and you know, we'll we'll move on from this. Yeah. But yeah. You hear about yeah the, you know, heart conditions, stroke, uh, alcohol, like just just all of the deaths everywhere every year, and the the quantities of these deaths. But it's like, but the world keeps spinning, and we keep living our lives. You know, we don't change everything, shut the economy down. Yeah. But it's like for this one particular virus we change the way humanity lives yeah. and there's all these other things that we just kind of disregard it's, yeah. just, it's just really frustrating but then i guess the argument would be those other things aren't spreadable they're not like contagious yeah but then i was thinking like you know not to pick on obese people but it's like you know i don't know if this lockdown or all this fear would have happened if the majority were healthy and so like the actions of all of us affect each other so that's why we can't pl- blame people for it. It's like if you, you know, yeah, don't get the vaccine. Yeah, I don't I hate It's a this. shit show, man. I, yeah, this fucking topic, man. This whole yeah. topic, right? It's so triggering. Yeah. I apologize if anyone got triggered in the <laughs> weeks in the last five minutes. Yeah, I definitely increased some people's blood pressure. Yeah. Um, Especially if they don't agree with us, which, yeah, a lot of people probably don't with what we just said. They might not. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, sometimes when you're listening to someone talk about this politici- like this type of stuff, you fucking blood just boils yeah so probably sitting in their car just gripping their steering for sure these uneducated <laughs> meatheads um back to some of the things you were talking about with rogan have you ever tried one of those vitamin drips like an iv with vitamin c or with uh no there's a place i used to have a, a tenant um she went it's called i think true potential in saskatoon it's on 8th street kind of by like mm. the remax office there and yeah you can go and i'm trying to think what the other what else they put it like there's a vitamin c drip but there's one with um oh, fuck i'm not gonna remember the name dmt <laughs> but you can get these different kinds of things that will basically like replenish you revitalize you and make you feel and apparently you feel so much better mm. but um I it, like i think rogan and dave Chappelle were doing them they would like do a comedy show sell mm. out arenas drink get high till like five in the morning wake up at like nine and just 
go on these vitamin drips wow. and then they just feel great again. That rich guy shit. Yeah. It's like a rich hangover cure right. or just, you know, if you're feeling sick, like I think Schaub was on him for a while too, mm. where he was just, but I've heard, I think doctors say that, you know, you're not supposed to just use them just cause, cause like you can feel better. <laughs> rich it's like, people are like, fuck <laughs> off, dude, I want Yeah. The rich people have these doctors coming over like four times a week and they're just on all these, uh, different vitamin IV drips. But, but I think if you need them, they're like insane, like mm. very beneficial. It's like night and day. You feel so much better, mm. but also with those, it's a long process. I think it's like an hour or two. You have to sit there with the, with the drip in you. And if you get better at it, you can speed up the process. But I think when the, the IV drip is going into you faster, it really hurts like your stomach. It's like really uncomfortable. Mm. So I think Rogan, you know how he is. He tests the sauna at like the hottest temperature. He's just very extreme. extreme. He was trying to do this vitamin drip in like under 20 minutes and you have to like work up to it. But um, yeah, apparently it's like a super gross stomach feeling if you're Mm. trying to do it too fast. And it's in, and it's putting what into you? Um, different like fluids, like different vitamins and minerals. Yeah. And if it just like makes you bloated, gives you a bloated feeling. I don't think so. Belly or something. I I don't think so. Cramp. Huh? Um, yeah, I don't, I I don't know too much about it and I really wish I could remember the other things other than vitamin C because there's a couple really, really common ones, but uh, so many different methods to, to get healthier, you know? So many. Do you take vitamins? Some people are like, I, you got to take vitamin D every day. You got to take your multivitamin, your fish oil. Do you take vitamins? Just vitamin D3. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How, not, how not many? Even, um, three to 4,000 IUs. IEUs. Yeah. IUs. Yeah, I think so. IU maybe. Yeah. Three units. to 4,000. Yeah. Three to 4,000 a day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. And I took that because on, uh, I got an itchy arm. Um, that Dr. Rhonda Patrick years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Rogan just asked her like, just straight up was like, if people could have one supplement to take, what would it be? Yeah. And without hesitation, she's like vitamin D3. Yeah. She's like, especially if you live in the winter climate. So climax. deficient. Climax. Climate. 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 <laughs> climax. And do you know what I love about, about that kind of thing with like listening to a Dr. Rhonda Patrick podcast is you don't need to remember all of the specific details. You just remember, okay, it's good to take yeah. vitamin D. I'm yeah. hearing it from a great source. Yeah. That's all. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. And, and you've heard that too. All of the studies with heat shock proteins and cold shock proteins from ice baths or sitting in the sauna, it does this to, 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 to your cells. And if you can just remember, hey, go on a sauna for 20 <laughs> minutes, four days a week, and there's great benefit, then that's all you need to know. You know, it's so funny. Um, like Rogan is like Oprah for men. Yeah. And I used to go, <laughs> I used to go to the sauna like every day at Harry Bailey and I would sit in the sauna and I can't tell you how many times, like as soon as I would spark up a conversation with another guy or they would start talking to me, eventually it came out that why we were there was because we heard Dr. Onda Patrick talk about heat shock protein <laughs> from totally. all eight, dude, it could be an older man, a middle-aged man, a young guy. Yeah. Like they were in there cause Rogan and Dr. Onda Patrick said how good it was for you and protein. That's <laughs> all they heard. So there's some fucking dudes just sitting in there melting. <laughs> oh man. All guys just have like a bow on their back, elk hunting, drinking coffee, drinking whiskey, like yeah. taking jujitsu classes, listening yeah. to Rogan and we're just all the same. It's crazy, man. It really does. Like, I mean, people, People were like obsessed with like Dr. Phil, Oprah, like there's all these people that people like just for years you follow them and just idolize them. You love them. Like Oprah was a good example, you know, just these 
especially moms, I think we just lose their minds. I've never heard that before, but Rogan is like the Oprah for men. It's definitely true. Hey? Yeah, it's like a new sh- wave. Yeah. For sure. There's yeah. just millions of men watching it like it's gospel, you yeah. know, or not maybe not even gospel. I used to listen to it like it was gospel. Yeah. Like everything Rogan said, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, as you get older and get your own opinions and ideas, like it, but it's okay to disagree with someone. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. I don't agree with that shit. Yeah. You know? It, it is crazy though how apparently beneficial the, the, the regular use of sauna is. Like they say it can decrease mortality across the board by 40%, which I think is like heart, like stroke, cancer, wow. um, all of these, like the major, the major health concerns, decrease them by 40%. And I think it's like a minimum of 20 minutes per day, four days a week of sauna use at a particular temperature. Wow. I don't know if it's like 180 degrees or something, but that's, that's pretty incredible. It's worth getting a sauna or trying to get to one. I, I found, um, there's a lot of old people in the sauna when I would go there and it's, that's almost like a cool older person to, thing to do. Like if you can't maybe work out anymore cause your joints hurt. Yeah. So you just go sit in the sauna and melt for a little bit. Yeah. Get sweat. a good sweat, open the pores up yeah, and then, for you sure. Know. Yeah. It's, um, it's, some a thought that I can't lose right now because I had it right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Moving did, on. I did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I talked about this. Um, speaking of who are we just roasting because they told, shared so many stories that they were the same. Oh, Jamie Fox. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did a sweat lodge. You ever do one of those? Um, a real sweat lodge is that like like native like indigenous, style? yeah okay yeah indigenous i like haven't kind of, yeah they I don't, i'm not exactly sure do they you know believe that it like cleanses their spirit or something i'm not exactly sure yeah. why they do it but yeah. it's basically sitting in the sauna feel good after yeah. like a steam more of a steam kind of a thing or? um so i i went there because yeah kane and i were dealing with our shoulder thing and so we were just getting like we were just throwing hail marys just whatever we could try we wanted to just feel better mm-hmm. yeah you know? i remember that shoulder issues yeah, yeah and we were both just like yeah just grasping at straws reaching for something that would get it give us some relief or whatever and so yeah we ended up uh uh, going to like a shaman shaman's place like in the middle of nowhere you just head I think it's like hey you go past Rostrum but then you go down these fields and just drive <laughs> it was just yeah, yeah I don't know even know where it was yeah. it was years ago yeah. and then we were pulling up to the place and yeah it's just like a really old um you know not a very like nice farm but just a typical old small house like farm mm-hmm. you know and then on the top of this little hill there's like a teepee a legit fucking pretty big teepee and we pull up there and yeah there's just like a group of people um all indigenous people and then kane and i crazy <laughs> yeah, eh? blonde hair blue-eyed yeah. brothers yeah and yeah they just yeah they you know you know just totally accepted us and um they just kind of like walked us through everything but uh the first it was like a big ceremony like a whole thing we were gonna do like a sweat lodge and then we're gonna go down and like uh eat with them and do like this this shaman ritual mm-hmm. And yeah, we got there and you go in the tent and there's like the shaman with a drum and then everybody else has like drums if they need to. And I'll explain why you would need to in a bit. Um, yeah, they just have a fire outside and they keep putting rocks onto the fire and they, the rocks get like really hot. And then whenever they're ready, a guy's out there with a shovel and you'll put them in the tent. You have like mm. a little, you have like a little fire pit in the tent. Was it like summer or winter? Or? Uh, this was, um, I don't know, maybe... I feel like it was uh, cool outside. Okay. So it was maybe fall. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably fall. Okay. Um, 
And yeah, so they kept like loading these, these rocks in there and dude, like I, I went in the sauna a lot and I found that that sweat lodge was substantially hotter. Mm. Like, like I, there was one point I remember they, and the more rocks they put on, the hotter it gets and they start out small. They'll put like one or two rocks in there and kind of heat it up. And then they put a few more and the whole time the guy just keeps putting hot rocks on there and it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And I remember the one time I had to dip my head low because like the heat was rising. And so I was like, fuck, I need to like get my face like right to the ground. I had it like right above the ground. And I'm like, I even put the towel on my face to breathe. I was like, I need to stop some of this hot air from going down my lungs. I'm like doing this. And all of a sudden the the shaman that was banging the drums like kind of hits me. And he's like, he passed me a drum with with a stick and he's like, hit this. And so I just, I started doing this and right, I started hitting the drum. And right away is it took my focus off the panic of, of not being able to breathe in the heat and oh. just put it on to just keeping the beat with everybody else. Like they were all banging the drum a certain way. Next thing you know, you just black out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just doesn't get me out of the tent. He's like, here, hit this. I just pass out and vomit on myself. Um, okay. So yeah. So that, keeping up to the beat with yeah. everyone else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was good again. I could, I could kind of relax could my breathing it. and I, I, I ended up sitting upright again and continued through the whole thing. Interesting. Cause yeah, there was like some people got out um, a little bit earlier and you could prolong it. And I think like, yeah, I just fucking, I'm stubborn and I wanted to like do it for the whole thing. So he had to pass me the drum, but yeah, it helped, helped. And then, yeah. And then after that we went downstairs and we had like a meal with them. And this is kind of like a, kind of like a gross thing, but, um, they all like you, you make food. It's like a potluck. I think we even brought some stuff, but yeah, everyone just brought these like big buckets of food. <laughs> it's such a random trip for you. And Dude, it's so random. I'm just like picturing this. <laughs> yeah. So we go into this like little farmhouse into the basement and, uh, there's probably like 30 people in, in total. If I can remember correctly, probably and like 30 people. All indigenous besides yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so we're downstairs and they're, they start eating and everyone is just scooping like with their hand and like eating with their hands and passing these pots around. That's up here in Kane's alley. Yeah. And so Kane and I just were like, <laughs> fuck, I guess like, all right, you know, and yeah. it came our way. And then, yeah, you just like dig it with your hand. I'm like, I forget what it was. Interesting. Yeah. I don't even remember what we were eating. It was years before ago. the COVID days. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, it's a, you go to a jail for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Wild. So how did you feel after? <laughs> Fucking, you know, just yeah cool experience <laughs> i don't know maybe their gods didn't like me fucking blonde haired blue-eyed kids are like yeah we're not releasing any of your demons yeah it, humanoid hybrid piece of shit <laughs> you um 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 <laughs> so you just forget dude well what i was gonna say earlier i did remember was oh. apparently in saskatchewan we have some of the highest ms cases and it's it, it kind of makes sense because of just our like drastic season changes, you know, our climate changing, like multiple sclerosis, sclerosis. Yeah. What does that come from? You know, I don't know if it has anything to do with arthritis, um, but uh, apparently that extreme temperature change just isn't really great for your body, you know, and it makes sense. It's, it's, it's taxing on a house, you know, it's, yeah, you have frost in the ground, um, you know, it's minus 35 and then a week later you're hitting zero and then, you know, a month later it's like plus 35 and it's just, it's a lot to handle. And I think that's same with, you know, our human flesh vehicles too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, I was just, for some reason I was picturing like if you put like an onion in the freezer or like in like, or, or like change the temperature with it, like it gets all shitty right away. 
that's a dumb example maybe but well, yeah doing it over and over i mean yeah. yeah but you can kind of feel it you know when the weather changes and it gets cold you can kind of feel it in your bones yeah you feel the joints tightening up and I, like i heard some pretty smart people talk about there's a direct correlation to that with our climate and mm. like ms and, and no arthritis shit, so so it seems it would be good for people like us around here to use a sauna regularly yeah you know for sure why well, yeah yeah yeah, if only be nice if they're a little more accessible. I don't know how expensive they are to just buy one, but I was gonna buy one off my parents because they have a double one that they don't really use often. I think it was mm-hmm. like fifteen hundred bucks. It's like a little double wood one, but mm-hmm. it, I don't think it quite gets as hot as I would like it to get. So that's something that kind of held me back on it. But right. yeah, um, did you see? Uh, did you see the the <laughs> Tesla bot? Have you seen that? No, the Tesla bot. No. So Elon Musk, have you have you ever seen his videos where he like really talks about his fear of AI, artificial intelligence? He's mentioned it on Rogan. There's a few videos where like he is genuinely terrified of AI. Like he looks like he's like we need to like really be smart about this. Hmm. And then he comes out with Tesla Bot. <laughs> have you seen the Will Smith movie <clears throat> iRobot? I think I have once years ago. That's what he made. Do you remember the aliens? Like they're human-like, like they're just kind of smooth. I think they're like white and black. Oh, Like white bodies and kind of like a black top. Um, That's what he made. And I bet he even did it from that movie. You know, we were talking about the rocket he made from like, what was it? Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yeah. I think he did the same thing with iRobot. Yeah. I think he saw that movie and was like, I'm making that. Man, there's this other movie. Oh, I can't remember it. It's such a good movie. It's it, where this guy falls in love with the the girl who ends up being a robot. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Whatever it is. That movie. <laughs> yeah. That's a great movie. So good. And that's pretty terrifying, right? Dude. But it, Elon's, his version's not that real, is it? It's not like the iRobot no, doesn't no, look no. like that. No. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm way ahead of myself. Well, do you know I what? I can't picture the iRobot right now. Um, fuck. Google it real quick. Um, do you remember even Whitney Cummings, man? Whitney Cummings has like that robot that is like looks kind of like her. So like if they could combine like a Tesla bot with like the oh, uh, like that type of a thing. Yeah. Did don't yeah now now type in um yeah he's just showing me the iRobot That's robot. Still pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. Now type in Tesla bot. Okay. And dude. COVID's not going to kill the world. This will. Oh, jeez. Dude. That demon. Yeah. It yeah. looks like a sword fighting Dude. AI god. It looks like one day it's going to beat the shit out of us easily. Why do we need these? So what's his, what's his deal with these? So this is his plan. So Elon Musk wants to make this robot. Huh. Well, it's probably a human in a costume. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so Elon Musk wants to make these robots to take over really boring, mundane jobs. So like, you know, like a, like a conveyor belt job where people are just putting the same thing on the same little toy and it just goes down the conveyor belt or whatever. I think he just said boring, mundane jobs that like people are just rotting inside doing them. So like, he wants, like production line type jobs. Yeah. Boring jobs, yeah. whatever that way. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Different term. <laughs> yeah. But like anything... Like censorship, like like making the first cell phone. You think it's gonna stop there? Like you don't think yeah. they're gonna take over all the jobs one day? Yeah. They will outsmart a human, they'll outperform a human, they'll do all those things eventually. 
we will be their employees and then they will become our masters and then we will be their slaves and then, and then they'll be extinct <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say and then they'll realize that there's just no need for us yeah. like we're the weak link yeah we're these fleshy weak beings that eventually die when we're like 80 and, and we're like emotional and yeah. we like we're our own worst enemy we like very inefficient yeah like these emotions and all these thoughts that where they're just yeah. like a to b like i need to do this i'm going to do this to get there yeah. and that's it well that's what there's you know you've heard people talk about before like the whole the grays like the type of yeah. aliens with the big heads it's like that might be our future evolution. It's like, we don't need these sex organs to, to produce. Like, like you said, they're inefficient and our brains are constantly going to get bigger. So we might eventually evolve into these beings with big heads and just like smooth bodies. We don't need muscle. Like there's no need for brawn. Like yeah. it's just, you know, efficiency, simplicity, like let's get it done. Man, we're living in a crazy time because if you think about like what you just looked at with that, that Tesla bot, and then think about Elon Musk trying to like create life on another planet already. Like there, we're, we're, we're living in a time where that doesn't seem that insane. Where like somebody will say that and you're kind of like, fuck, like, wait, when do you think? <laughs> you know, it's like you genuinely are like, like in 10, 20 years or like 50. It's not like you're, like we need to burn you at the stake because you're a witch. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's funny too. It just, it just reminded me what you were saying earlier about <coughs> like, Oh my God, how am I going to forget this? What is going on with me today? What were we just talking about? AI. AI. Um, going to the going to another planet. Um, oh yeah, how, how people don't care like about, you know, it's like you might be anxious or stressing about, you know, what you said on a podcast and it's mm. like people don't care. They have their own lives. During this whole pandemic, they, they announced that, hey, there's been aliens on this planet and everyone's like, cool, what's next? Yeah. Like, what's... Cool. What's, what's Justin Bieber doing? What's right. this like? Or cool, put a mask on you, asshole! Like that, <laughs> yeah. that was like where everybody's focus was. You know, yeah. people didn't care. Like the government put out, there's yeah. confirmation that there's you know aliens, and we're like, okay, well that was yesterday's news. Think how desensitized we are, and is that from movies or is that just from real life problems that we have that we have to deal with instead of that? Because like, if you actually think about there being other species that are, is confirmed coming around here from another planet, do you, that's, man, it's the craziest thing that's ever happened. Ever. <laughs> What's crazier? Yeah. What's crazy? We can hardly get to the moon and back. <clears throat> There's another species that's just coming by to be like, oh shit, and then flying yeah. away or something. Yeah, we're not earthlings. Crazy, it's man. It's weird, man. We're desensitized. How, how's your arm doing? You got stung by a bee, right? A wasp. You got that jiggly arm. And I, yeah, if people follow me on Instagram, I just post that video of Layla murking a, b a bunch and like okay. she's killed hundreds of wasps. Yeah. She gets bit in the mouth. Jeez. She'll foam a little bit and spit and then she's like ready for the next one. And so she failed me and she didn't fucking protect me. But uh, I got bit twice in the last like three weeks. Um, both of them were incidental. I'm not messing with wasps. Like I went to... Really? So I went to uh, sit down the one day, like three weeks ago, I got bit and I went to sit down to read my book outside and it was sitting on my back chair and it getting got me. Mm. I probably like squished it and it was like fucking bitch, like just like bit me or stung me. Do wasps bite and sting? That's a great question. Can you Google it real quick? Because I've been, I've been saying this from a few people and we're like, dude, I keep asking it and I never ask the God Google. Bite and sting? Yeah, like do they, do they, because man, I remember a wasp got me and I felt like there was a chunk out of my back. Like it had bit me and stung me. 
Wasps usually sting humans, but will also bite people if they feel threatened. Oh yeah. So I, when I sat on that one, he, I think he bit me and he stung me because I, ha- I actually had his pincher. Ah, you did it. Eh? Both times. This time too. This time I was driving my van and I just put my arm on the side of like where my window goes Ooh. down and I felt like a little sting and I went like this and sure enough, he's like on the bottom of my arm like, fuck, fuck. smack him. And then, yeah, the, the next day, cause we, tra- I trained that night yeah, with you. And Tuesday. It, yeah. The next day, so fat, man. Yeah, your arm is still so. This was Monday. Yeah, and it's Friday right now, and your arm is like it's still visually swollen. Yeah, crazy. Going down a lot, but yeah, yeah, the one day, dude, I was like, holy shit, do I need to go to the doctor? Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's going down. And, so. and you, you know, no antihistamines. You've been icing a little bit, right? I ain't no bitch. Yeah, it'll be good. I ice it a little bit. Yeah, has training helped it or made it like it makes more? it worse? Yeah, hey? yeah. Like I, I was on the mats for like over five hours today, yeah. and yeah, just the the impact and just the. I can feel it jiggle and kind of tighten up a little bit. And even when I put hand wraps on, I think like cutting circulation off and forcing maybe up there, it it hurts a little bit, but yeah, the one, maybe a couple times, but the first time I got stung by a bee, I put my sandal on and I stepped on it with my toe and it bit the bottom of my toe, but it's a shitty feeling. Yeah. All the nerves on the bottom there. So you, you spent five hours on the mat today already. That's, you know, man, it's a pretty cool life you've cultivated. Like starting at whatever it is, 6am you're doing privates you're teaching class by noon you've pretty much you know done your, done your job that, yeah laying around doing drugs like i said <laughs> training kickboxing reading walking yeah. the dog writing yeah That's editing bad. videos <laughs> yeah man i really like it i really do enjoy it yeah you know um yeah i got nothing else to say other than i enjoy it yeah i'm glad i took took the chance took the leap you know yeah sometimes like yeah, I just I, I think about like what happened, what would happen, or what where would I be if I didn't do that? Imagine if about three and a half years ago, when you were probably about then, when you were considering moving into the van and doing this all, hey, quitting your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in the van for three and a half years, so yeah. Imagine if you were like, yeah, that all sounds sexy, but I'm just gonna go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. Tuck tuck that little dream away a little yeah. bit. Man, yeah. Where, I wonder this... where you'd be right now. If we'd be here, or if you'd be. I have no idea. No idea, but I heard something that Rogan said, and I might butcher it. It was just like a, it was a little sound clip on on TikTok. Somebody made a video, and they had like a little sound bite in the background. But it was cool. I think I think he worded it as um, uh, people are suffering from silent desires. Like a lot of people have these silent urges and these things in their mind that they want to do and they know they probably should, but they stay silent and they never do them. Mm-hmm. And so we're like suffering from like if only I could, or I should do this, but you keep talking yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have that. They're just kind of walking around like, fuck it. I could sell cookies for a living, or I could like start this little side hustle, or I should ask this person out, or I could do this or do that. Yeah. And it just stays trapped in your mind because you keep doubting yourself and you never actually pull the trigger. So you just walk through life with all these silent desires that will never come to fruition unless you do something. And then through time, it builds slowly, you know? Yeah. And then it eventually gets to a point where maybe that dream or that side thing isn't really manageable or doable or possible anymore. Right. And then there's that, like, regret. regret. Yeah. That's deep shit. Oh. That's yeah, deep man. Shit. I, 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 I don't want that. I don't I like it. I think there it. is a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever see the Woodley-Jake Ball fight? Did you, I did, did I you didn't watch highlights? it. Just highlights. So we talked about this, I don't know, a few months back. I was I, I was convinced that for sure Tyron Woodley would, would win that fight. What are your thoughts about the whole thing? For And again, for people who don't know Jake Paul, this YouTuber guy, he's 
had four boxing fights now. Yeah. Calling out like some of the best guys in the world. Again, Tyron's not a boxer. Tyron's 39. Yeah. You know, he's smaller. But yeah. um, pretty impressive, man. Well, I'll, I called it. And I think I even I think I even saved the edited video from the podcast that we talked about at first. I hope I did. I should I, play it back. I laughed when you I was like yeah. I was actually shocked. Yeah. I was like I, I think the reason I, I was seeing it differently was because I, I I started following them a little bit more. Mm. Like I started listening to their podcasts. I was I was watching Jake and, and Logan a little bit more. You know, you learn about their background a bit. Like you learn that Jake, if he didn't do the YouTube thing, he was gonna go to the Marines. And like you kinda learned that like, oh, these guys are like they're like hardworking tunnel vision dudes. Like when they want to do a project and do a thing, like they get tunnel vision. So they have like a, like, like a pretty like, you know, business athletic discipline mindset, but it, they just sometimes come off as these dumb YouTubers cause they're just being silly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I thought Jake Paul was going to win. Yeah. I just, I heard the stories. I heard that he was boxing some good guys and just saying that he, he doesn't get touched a whole lot. Um, but yeah, I, I think he won and I think Tyrone just showed his same hesitant self that we've seen in the last few years. Man, some people are so good at cultivating this attention and they will make themselves appear dumber than they are to get it. Yeah. There's a lot of rappers too who they kind of dumb their lyrics down a bit until they catch and then they're big, they're mainstream. And then you start to hear the real them come out right. where it's like, oh, this person like actually has lyrics. Yeah. And there's some people that like, I think it was again, the baby who actually like mentions it in a song down the road of like, I had to, I had to dumb it down for you to catch. And, and, but, but saying something about this, it's like just insulting all his listeners. Like I had to dumb Pretty it down because you're dumb. Pretty much. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, people, you know, it's like not everybody, nobody cares. People are right. going to keep listening to him, but right. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Jake's one of the best at it. He just had, they just had Sean O'Malley on their podcast. Yeah. It was entertaining because the three of them are very similar in a way. And what I, what I liked and could respect from Sean O'Malley was that he was like, I don't really care about the belt. Like this is the sugar show. So if the UFC gives me someone that like, I'm going to just smoke and they're not like this top five, like good. Mm -hmm. If they give me a top five, good. But I, I'm not going to like deny that they're like maybe trying to build me up and throw me like some, some bums. Like mm -hmm. if I can have a highlight reel, he's like at the end of my career, I want like an hour and a half highlight reel of me just lighting dudes up and like playing basketball and ankle breaking right in the octagon and then yeah, punching yeah. them out you know yeah. but it was cool to hear like these three showmen these like these mm -hmm. these marketing geniuses somehow they got yeah. the face tattoos one guy's got like a clown afro they just do these things yeah. just make them stick out and they can be easy to hate too you know and then like you either love them or you hate them but do you know what it reminds me of man like just even like a game of thrones where like sometimes the, the the character starts out like this nasty little shithead like you can't stand them and over time they'll do these things that all of a sudden down the road you're like fuck like i'm kind of like like they're kind of changing on me and like that's kind of what they did they started out like these like immature just kind of doing these dumb things almost gaining like a young crowd and now you see logan and jake entering the adult thing and they're slowly changing certain things and like earning the respect of some older people mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting evolution man yeah 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 that is interesting do you got any <laughs> i don't think so man <laughs> oh the, i had one thing i wanted to ask you it's kind of irrelevant but drake drake dropped an album today and i'm not really following what's going on but i hear there's this big like kanye versus drake beef 
Oh, are, are you team are, like just with their music? Do you like Kanye's shit better? Or do you are you like a Drake guy more? If I any, don't care. Yeah, just don't care. Do you just, listen to any of them? Yeah, if it's a good song, yeah, I just like the good song. Speaking of evolution, it can also go backwards because back in the day, Kanye was Kanye was dope. dope. Con, Kanye had awesome shit. Yeah, and, and then I don't know what the, what the fuck happened to him, man. Bad car accident. <laughs> Well, that religious. The, the bad car accident happened before he was even like a, he oh. got into rapping because he had that song through the wire where he raps like through having a broken jaw because his oh. jaw was wired shut and oh. his voice sounds a bit different. And then he kind of like started to blow up after that. Oh, no shit. But I remember I used to love his shit, but nowadays with this like gospel stuff and with <laughs> yeah, I can't this, with this mental illness, it's like, it's just, it's too bizarre, man. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, I'm not into it. I, I like Drake. He makes a lot of good songs. I really don't like his singing songs. I think those are all super lame. Um, but like, I like when he raps. Yeah. So I think he's awesome. I just like when rappers are like clear and you can hear them, and it's like, it's like a nice beat. You know. I've liked Drake for a long time, man. I think it was I think it was like late high school when he first kind of came on the scene. But it's like he's just he's just undeniable. Like he's light years ahead of everybody else. Like he the amount of like. Um, Hot 100 like Billboard songs he has or something yeah. is like crazy. Like his numbers, it's like he he's just he, he's the goat man. Like you know it's what, crazy. You know what's interesting? Like, like, it's such a weird thing to just be born with or cultivate, but like star power, and like there's levels to it. But some people like almost no matter what they do, they just have like this this like swag about them that is just kind of like draws you to them. Even if the, the maybe the rap is dumb or whatever, it's like you're just like you just want to watch. Yeah. Like, why am I so intrigued by this person? It's, and Drake's very cool. Yeah. You know. And he's different too. Like it's right. unique. You know. Yeah. It's, he's he's kind of yeah. He, he very like he's right in the middle. You know. It's like a, like quite like feminine in a lot of ways and like singy and like lovey right. dovey. But it's like he still has like the Hard this side of him that's like you can still respect him if you're like a G, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, even with with uh, with Sean O'Malley, um, you know, he's still kind of in the building phase. But I remember when he first came on Dana White's Contender Series to fight, Dana was like, I don't know like what it is, but like that's what it is. Like right. he's got it. Right. And same with Conor McGregor. Like initially, you can't really yeah. put a term on it, but you're like whatever that star power is, like. That's it. Yeah. When Sean, got it. Sean O'Malley sat down to do the podcast and right away, Logan's like, God, you're cool. <laughs> he just straight <laughs> up was like, man, like, he's just like, you just fucking got something to you, you know? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Do you know what I think some of it is too, is like this, this, this inexorable belief in themselves. Nice word. Yeah. That's a good one. Eh? I that's think it means, like, <laughs> <laughs> it means like relent, like relentlessly moving forward or something mm. but that you know like you think of a conor mcgregor's type of a confidence or, or a sean o'malley they're like i'm the best it's yeah. just a matter of showing everybody it's like i can do anything yeah. and but when they say it and you look into their eyes it's like oh he actually believes it right it's not a facade he's not putting on this show yeah yeah and it's like this admirable thing we, we it's like we all wish that we had that kind of belief yeah. i've never had conor mcgregor's belief well most people <laughs> haven't man yeah I could like be looking at a red and black pen and, and know that that's a red pen and a, a black pen, but like it still wouldn't be as confident as Connor saying he's going to fucking drive your head through the mat. <laughs> you know, it's like, I would still be like, so is it red though? Like, fuck, yeah. you're confident. Yeah, for sure. Right? <laughs> you know? Man, it's, it's a crazy thing. Like it's, it's, it's almost like a glitch in the matrix. It's almost like, 
people with that amount of confidence, it's like they've seen the future because it's like, how could you be that confident? But it's like, it's like they know something that you don't. They have this look on their face where they're like, just wait. And it's like they know something that the average, you know, public person doesn't know. It's, It's wild, man. But that flame dies with them all. Like it seems like it's like you have this little window of opportunity where like all the men, uh, the momentum of the universe is with you and at your at your sail and you're just flying. Yeah. But it's like one wrong turn or something, and all of a sudden you're off that that perfect flow state in life where everything just works out because you said so. Yeah, you know this stock's gonna hit, and all of a sudden you're a millionaire. <clears throat> I'm gonna knock this guy out in the first round, and you do it. And everything is yin yang, yin yang. Hey, it's like the higher you get, the harder you fall. It's yeah. like, you just see it over and over again. It's that balance, man. It's yeah. wild. Hmm. Cause like, th- think about GSP. Let's say GSP became really good at shit talking and he was just disrespectful. He probably would have even went to higher heights, but then you wouldn't respect him as much now. You know, like right. he, he, he kind of did the right thing. He kind of like was high, but not too high, but, but stayed respectable where other guys explode. They're like iconic superstar status. And then it's kind of like, Oh, fuck that guy. You know? there's nobody wiser than GSP. Like you, like even like a Chuck Liddell, like the reign he had was comparable to George St. Pierre's. Like they, they were both Titans in their divisions. Like Chuck would knock people out, but then it's like, he stayed too long and you almost, you're kind of like, what are you fucking doing, man? Now you hear he's fighting Mike Tyson in a boxing exhibition match. I'm like, get out of here. I don't care about those old though. Like they can do it. Sure. But I'm not watching. I'm not paying for that. Gotta you know? respect GSP. Dude. Do you know who's in a weird spot? Is 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 Khabib? Because you hear George St. Pierre talk now. I, I don't know, he's 39 maybe, you know, he's up there. He's we all know his legacy. We all know how dominant he was, but he knows that he's not quite in his prime anymore. Mm. And then he'll admit it. He's like, I don't quite feel as I used to, you know what I mean? Right. And so he it's like, yeah, you're arguably the best one of the best but it's like it's it's kind of in a pra- past tense of, of a conversation i heard khabib on mike tyson's hotbox oh yeah and he was talking and highlights of it he's in a weird spot because he's retired he's kind of doing the gsp thing where it's like yes you're doing it right you went out on top but he's 32 and he's and he's not like i was the best you know lightweight he's like no i still am the best yeah so he's in a weird spot because he's not competing anymore He's very convincing that he's like actually a 100% done, mm. but he's like, I can still, like, I am still the best. Yeah. I can beat anybody. Right. But it's like, if, when you can't compete, it, yeah. you can't keep claiming that. So that's it's, a, it's tough. It's a really hard thing to kill your identity like that. When you're the greatest at something like in the world, that's your title. You're the, <clears throat> you're the goat greatest of all time in that division and for you to like just snip that old identity and be like i'm not doing that anymore i still have that memory and people will remember it but like i have to be something else now Mm -hmm. you're like fuck man be tough for your ego to let that go oh man and that's why i think people stay so much you know it's probably so hard to like say you retire like a chuck liddell or tito like they retire but then like a year later working at starbucks they're like fuck this like i can't do not starbucks but yeah wherever they're working just be a high. I, I was watching this documentary last night uh, on Christy Martin. I, Christina Martin. Christ, she was a, a, a female boxer that like, she, oh. one of the first female boxers. Aaron was just talking to me about this. It's a really good documentary. But anyways, she was coming up. People were ridiculing her. You know, women shouldn't fight. 
she ended up getting on Mike Tyson's undercard, and it was like the fight of the night. Mm. It was a, and she hits hard, and she can take a shot. She's like legit boxer. Mm. But anyways, there's all this turmoil in her life. She's got a crazy story, but she was saying that is how the feeling of like knocking someone out and have everybody like cheering for you is like it is the most addicting thing, right? Like ever. Like, like, can you relate? Like, let's say when you knocked out Randy in your second last fight there, like, well, yeah, what was that like? I think you asked me in the a few podcasts ago, like, what was your happiest <laughs> moment? And I, you know, it's sometimes tough to know what like happy and excitement, like they think there's different <clears throat> layers to like a happiness, you know, different terms for yeah. it. But that was up there. Like that was one of those moments where it's like my brain went there right away. Cause I remember just being like, holy shit, just like supercharged. Yeah. Like you're just like, like your whole being is like electrified. Like you, know? you must have felt unstoppable that night. Like after you go in the change room and you're leaving out and everyone wants to talk to you, you must have felt you feel awesome, man. You just feel yeah. like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's nice when you like genuinely feel like proud of yourself, but then you also get like, yeah, we try not to like relate to like exterior, whether it's negative or positive, you don't want that to fluctuate your own internal mood that much. Yeah. You just kind of want to be as balanced as you can. And somebody says, Oh, like, something nice even you don't want to be like oh like i'm all of a sudden in a good mood yeah but fuck that you know you have like a, a crowd cheering for you and they're like the they're literally like spotlights are on you yeah. so it's like you're yeah. the you're the show yeah and so yeah it's like Main kind event. of exciting when you're like holy Main shit event, not go in that's why a lot of people probably fight hey like that feeling to get that and they're like i'm chasing that like that's, that's why i do this that's why glory is called glory kickboxing yeah, the glory the glory of it it's like you yeah. feel like glory the king like uh, yeah i just i that alexander the great <clears throat> book i have yeah. i just my head went there it's like I, I bet like back in the day when there were like these these leaders of armies going over and you conquer like a kingdom or whatever mm -hmm. you'd be like yes like people are going to remember my name this is my legacy that's some real shit yeah man yeah that's, that's why wild. no one will remember your name <laughs> that's wild man i remember that's one of the best pieces of advice i can't remember who i heard say it, it wasn't to me but it was like, it was fighter, one of the best fighters giving advice to somebody. And it was like, you know, like at your ultimate highs in that, like stay, stay humble. Mm. And at like your ultimate lows, ultimate defeats, like, like keep your head up, you know, right. and like keep that balance because I'm sure, yeah, like it's easy to just think you're unstoppable. You can't be touched when right. you're at that point. And then when you, when you fall and crash and you, you, you just like depressed, like deep right. depression, right? Like, yeah. I know it's tough, tough not to let the outside world influence like your emotions and your yeah. mood that much, you yeah. know? Yeah. But the Stoics knew. Yeah. 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 Well, shall we? Well, I think we should wrap it up, my friend. I'd be before I forget something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'll end it on that is what I was saying before is, you know, people, they get. It's like you forget. It. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Don't even put that. Don't even put that in my head. You know, it's like they, they get, they're really good and then they kind of get dumber through time. We're really dumb right now, man. I feel like I'm fucking. <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking this up. I feel like I just need to end it right now. I think we should call we'll, it a day. We'll end it on you saying we're really dumb right now. Or something. Yeah, that was the last sentence that's, you said. Yeah, let's end it on. All that. right, episode twenty six. <laughs>